0: Thank you for coming on. My pleasure, sir. I appreciate it. And you look well. You look. I, I you didn't know I was you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you look. No, I feel good. You look I'll double right. well. I'll you feel, you still right. got that sparkle in those lovely blue eyes of yours. I am still um, hungry. For life? Yeah, for life. There's yeah, nothing else. The zest for it? Nothing else. Other,
1: but the most important thing in my little life at the moment and everyone around it is giggling mm. and laughing and spending as much time here laughing at life. At myself, um, nothing.
0: You have a laugh with me to yeah. and or we'll have a laugh. We'll have a laugh with <laughs> each other. I've had a laugh looking at all your all your um, the videos.
1: videos.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I see the thing is, I've after... got the same haircut, bro. Stop it! I'm loving you already. Same. It's almost like we're related. <laughs> I think you get... So I first saw you, and I know I got the order wrong of when it happened. But I first mm-hmm. saw you on the Trisha show. And you was with your wife. Jennifer. Jennifer, yeah. And I was so young, because you've got 20 years on me, haven't you? I don't know how old you are. I'm 43. You lucky little... Brother. I know, I've still got... in the war for you. Yeah, I know, and I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. So I saw you, so when I was, a, I was a young kid, and that was the first time I saw you, and I don't know why I was watching that TV programme, but I was, and you was on there, and I, I completely latched on and I gravitated to you, and I hooked onto you every word, and I was immediately interested in you as a character. And then I watched and listened, and then I don't know how I found the documentary, and there was a documentary of you debt collecting. You was wearing a black leather jacket. You had hair back then. The Bermans, you boy was that Yeah, tell me. So what was it? Because this is, is this what put you on the on Dave Courtney yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. scene.
1: They, didn't want, they wasn't actually looking to do a documentary on Dave Courtney at all. They, were, they was going to do a documentary on someone who they knew was going to be going to prison so they could film his home life before he went in, film him when he went in, they had permissions from the home office to film them while they was in and then when they come out to see if prison had worked. This is what he was like before he went in. This is whether his family had stayed loyal and still there at the end. And six months after he'd been out, had prison worked or not? That was the documentary. And, that, and it was me they was using that because I was a uh, doorman, I would involved in some violence, and I was definitely, it looked like I was going to prison. And on, that was, the, so they filmed me going, debt collecting, car repossession, firing squatters out, bashing people up for money, all the horrible things, so that at the end, I can make, really easy to make me look like a nice guy. That's what he was like. And when I turned up, so I am the witnesses, and they all said it were me. And so I got not guilty. So they had to make a documentary up out of the shit bit they'd done at the beginning of me just running around every morning, and it made it look like I just went, oh, I've got to beat someone up for breakfast, Deck collected
0: in the afternoon, threw two squatters out for,
1: for the evening.
0: You know, I bet they were delighted weren't they, when they the uh, when the when the jury lost their memory. Yeah, well, I was. I,
1: don't know about that. <laughs> I was absolutely delighted, but they. They called it the Birmingham Boy, and I lived in Peckham at the time, and that's not rivalry, but each got your own manner, stand your own postcode, right? And they didn't they resented the fact that it was called Birmingham Boy. And it just sounded better than Peckham Boy. I don't I don't know, I was a teddy you boy, I was Mo London But um it caused me a little bit of problem there.
0: Because mm, I was too young to obviously get the, the complete concept. So I just remember seeing you uh, as a as a figurehead in people's houses being menacing. So you was currently awaiting trial. I was awaiting trial, yeah. Right, so I didn't know. So you're you're awaiting trial. The media have cottoned onto that, thought we'd make a documentary before, during and after prison. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's, there you go. And that's what I love about these fucking podcasts. Uh, uh, so that, I'm that, now learning. And then it was an, an, a complete
1: accident
0: what I actually done it for
1: Dave Courtney because after you've been on the telly as whatever they say you are, the rest of the world think you are. Mm. Right? You know, once once I've been in and on the telly as a raving nut to run around fighting, attacking
0: French, boy. you know, it starts your reputation. That's that's where you are with that. However you can't change it. However, yes you're on there as a as as a menacing character collecting, demanding money, but you yeah. was also lovable. So they've they've come they've come back for more for a reason. It because because no, no one. I'm no, a lion. I bite you, I bite you. Look <laughs> at the king of the jungle. Yeah. People like what they saw.
1: Well, and thank I wanted, God. I, 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 th- I think um, normally the the press's attitude before they brought in that it's it's against the law to glamorise crime. For most criminals, were a bit Ugh. Give them enough rope and they will hang myself with a microphone or they want jelly or. You know, they would talk himself into showing themselves as an idiot. Mm. But I will not And they let me run without that thing. anything. And everyone was going, oh, he's quite a nice bloke. Oh, I'll have him on, Tricia. Oh, I'll have him on. And you know, oh, my God, what's that mean? And it's my popularity that they actually got the hump with, not running around like they're still trying to put me in prison now. I'm obviously not into any kind of crime at all. Now I've got flags outside the house. Yeah, yeah. Painting to myself, you know. Incognito. But... The more people, the more popular you become. That is fearful for them. Oh my God, everyone's a...
0: so you yeah? See the the, the Boy documentary that can still be found on YouTube, can't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be. That's. that's to me be... with hair, I've got a. Friend. You've got you've got to go and watch <laughs> Dave Courtney with hair. Done because they also
1: show a picture of my cock in that documentary. Well, I'm lying there in a the bar. No, and, and he went, "We're right here filming here." And I thought, "Well, you can't have me cocking But He's like, "I'm like, yeah," and I'll, I'll come on, I go. No kiwi please no <laughs> but they're filming me and it? it has been
0: bigger i was gonna say was it was it, was it warm in <laughs> don't the, was want it cold? to talk about it <laughs> so from the documentary i'm glad they got your cock in the picture <laughs> why not you like a giggle we all do happy days There's nothing funnier than that uh so what happened after the documentary who who then approached you after that because i, I um, well, my I... next memory is trisha
1: yeah, no, no, it went a long, long, many, many years. Yeah, I bet. Um, Ten-odd years before Trisha. <clears throat> but that actually threw me into the, into the mix as a known quantity. I was then doing a lot of the door work. I had all the doormen. The West End, it was me and all the celebrities. It was in London. And um, some of the doormen became actual superstars themselves. And Lenny McLean, you know, you don't get any f- world-famous doormen now, do you? Yeah, you know, but in them no, days, no, there no, were that class of a man. Mm. The actual Dorman was famous. Forget the club or what act you had on. The actual Dorman himself was famous for nothing other than being a Dorman. You know, and um it was easy for me to start nicking little bits of glamour if I wanted it. So, yeah, it just, I was still dabbling very much in, in with, with things at the moment at the time. So. Getting in the papers was the last thought on my head. Listen, I'll, I'll explain it. The cratering funeral for me was nothing more than a than a. I had a security company. I thought that was going to blow it into, blow it up into the to the realms of millionaire status. You understand what yeah, yeah. I mean, There's CNN and all that. There, every and I took that on board very very seriously. That I was looked at by the rest of the world as the net. The English typical English gangster, you know what I mean. So
0: it could have put I you it, that on board. It yeah, It could have put you national because the, the Americans love the, the English gangster. that's what I was
1: playing for to close the act that you know most people in crime have spent their life ducking, diet under shadows, collar turned up, low key car, and I'm blowing it into the right. We're now turning it celebrity. We're now,
0: but running yeah. a security firm is
1: a legitimate business. It is an absolutely legitimate in our eyes. But on that day, where they are, where the police were concerned. There was, for the very first time, real organised crime on visual. That's one criminal organising 150 criminals from all over England to come to London to celebrate the life of another criminal. That's organised crime. All these firms that were there watching the filming, mm-hmm. half of them didn't fucking get on. The last time they were seeing each other, they were shooting each other. But for that day, we'd all come and pay homage to the, to the monarch of the underworld. But... There was some very, very England's finest. Yeah, yeah. And the bloke who organised it being me, he put me at the top of the hit list for the, for the old is We can't have another army in England. Mm. We've got, we got to shut that down, and
0: I don't like it being popular. Stop it. So what did you do? You, you, got, you got the head geezer from each firm around the country. and yeah, bo- Well, yeah, bo-
1: yeah. Bo- yeah. Over the course of being a doorman up and down the country and abroad and getting cream jobs, you get to know most of the doorman.
0: And most of the big doormen are the things that's running things in that town. So let's yeah, So, so, so you, you said Lenny so you mentioned Lenny McLean and the Craze, so I wanna I wanna touch base on both of them. Yeah. So was Lenny one of your doormen? No. Did he work no. for you. Okay. <laughs> now Lenny worked for him. Uh, or, or should I say, um
1: um yeah, Lenny worked for him. You know? Right. He was a he was a famous doorman when he was at the Hippodrome as the main club in London, right? And behind the scenes, that was on a Saturday night, behind the scenes in real life in the pubs and the, you know, the firm, he was a tasty bastard that done bare-knuckle fighting and you could get him to do your debt collecting or, you know, give someone an idea for you. He was for hire. He was a big straw He wasn't actually a villain, you know, that, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do know and, You know, that. Not, not that he would mind
1: me saying that, but he wasn't actually a villain. He was a... a the toughest thing on two legs, mm. in a doorway of a nightclub fighting, or in a doorway of someone's house demanding money, I've never seen anything so professionally well-organized horrific at work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's a deadly weapon, hit himself. It. Could you imagine, and I've got to tread carefully because I, I still run a security firm. Yeah. However, Be you, blunt, You tough love, to call it. You've got to call it what it is. Right. Could you imagine Lenny McLean now? He would be looking at Dorman nowadays, turning in his grave, wouldn't he? He
1: wouldn't actually turn up to work if he had to stand with some of the people. Not that they're wrong. Running, hiding. Not that they're wrong, right? Because over the course of a period of decades, the name of a job, the the job changes, the name don't, right? And a Dorman then is not the same sort of person that is now, you know? Um, a doorman then, a, gov- a governor then would have sacked you if you lost a fight and employed a better fighter. Nowadays, if you hit somebody back just once, the, the, the governor has to get you down to PlayStation, get you nicked, um, st- never work again, say your license off you. So fighting is the same as any other sport, and which I mean, if you don't do it often, you can't be good at it. And if you hit somebody back now once, you're sacked. So how the fuck can you get good at something you're not allowed to do?
0: No, it's real. To say there's so many restrictions put in place now, but in, in your and, and and
1: and most probably how the world's going, rightfully so. Yeah, You shouldn't have, you know. But as I'm talking about, as the quality of men, men, every man now is diluted. Mentally, they're diluted. Fighting wise, just man himself, testosterone is now diluted. Right, men used to knock on your door if you had a problem with you and would knock on your door or it, you know, now they'd send you an email calling you uh, whatever. So, you so You knew so everyone's it. phone number once off by art, but now you've got your phone thing. You don't know anyone. So just diluting men's bravery. They don't like anyone maverick, anyone a little bit nonconformist. All right, So they're diluting man. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then you'll never ever get another Lenny McLean because they are well diluted. You need the silver doormen that are out there now Normal everyday people, you don't need nutters, nutty good fighters, power. You don't need
0: them because you're doing it in a different way. You know? Although you are still going to get the problematic punter that's turns yeah. up and, and they're going to come mob-handed. And yeah, yeah, you yeah, do but it, you're you, allowed now you you need to need the employ 15 doormen for that night. I'm saying we had three. Yeah, I know. So you actually have like nutters and you're from, in three. And from the words of Dave Courtney, who, if it wasn't the largest security firm in the UK, it was certainly one of. If there was a row, an almighty altercation in a venue, and one of the doormen ran off and hid in, in the toilets, what would happen to that doorman after the shift? Nowadays? Like, no, back in the day. He'd never come out of the cupboard. But the, the,
1: the, the job application is different now. Bouncer the then was, I need a nutter in a mm. Now it's I need someone that can help out, pass the bat and do the You know, they're not looking for an hard nut, and you don't have to be uh, any good at some... Context book to be a doorman now but I, I think the word doorman now and it should be another word yeah 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 because yeah. it's associated with the Lenny McLeans the Roy, Roy Shores. Shores you know which were just memorable people that could have a row every every bods. and they were they were good friends of yours yeah very good friend of anyone they're not, not good friends with each other but very very good friends of mine just a different breed of man and in them days it was even, yeah. the, even the police would give you a clip around the ear and drag you around by your ear. Or, you know, it was a more physical, you could smack your kid if he'd done something wrong. I mean, I got a whole speech
0: about that bit, I'll, I'll drop on you later, but it was, a phys- it was a more physical... Well, I'll tell you what, tell you what I'd rather, rather in this day and age. If I was taking liberties out in the street, I would much rather a copper pull out his truncheon and smash me around the back of the legs and say, Liam, liven yourself up, have some respect, you don't behave like that. Rather than them now, you get police getting read the right act, telling them to be quiet, fuck off, and then they're dancing at gay pride events, not being taken seriously. It's like when you say men's testosterone is watered down, I mean, it's across the board. Yeah. It's fucking not get me wrong, because I'm not an
1: anti policeman here. I'm not an anti law, all um, policemen I went who Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not on
0: any little buzz. You haven't got A cab tattooed on your head, anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying there is such a thing as good baddies mm. and there is bad goodies. Right? And in both camps, there is, there is them people that would be, should be dormant but running off into the cupboard. And you do get policemen that can't catch you, so they plant something. on you. I'm not saying
0: they're all, mm. but there is good, you know. Have you uh, have you lived over the years with the fear that you're going to have something planted on you?
1: Oh, of course I have. I, I've paid policemen for many, many years. I've been, a, you know, in, in the era that I was actually active... It was quite commonplace to know your local
0: CID. You understand what I mean, it? And when you say you were active, can you talk freely about yeah, when, what what yeah. were you doing? What was you doing that was active? Well,
1: because I was running the actual doorman, everything that each individual doorman was doing as his own personal naughty boy crime world, Became I became involved in that. So from armed robberies to fraud to smuggling to everything you can think of bad, or as is, I've done it, mm. yeah? and I think now my gift, my yes, yeah, my gift of being able to do this and living all the things I've lived through, I'm now a wealth of information in one kind of area. Law, I look after my babies, I look after my men, not just when they go to prison, I look after the families. I'm a care bear of been to prison, I've been waiting on bowels, so I can give you personal information of what you're going to feel like, what to do, I can help you, I've been shot, I've been shot at, I've been divorced, I've lost my kids, I've had my son murdered, right? So I'm a wealth of information in that world of, I can really, because you can't learn nothing unless it hurts you, you have to go, ow, oh, that's all, I won't fucking touch that again, all oh, that pain you're getting from whatever it is you're getting mm. it for, at the end, makes you a car, way, builds the sort of man you are, and it gives you an, an, in, an insight into something that, if someone just tried to explain it to you, you'd think you'd got it, but you ain't until you've been there. Prison. But, you know, so I'm the a recommend. wealth of information for one type of person. Yeah, you've overcome a lot of trauma, haven't you? Oh, I've had more in my face, year. Yeah.
0: yeah to, sti- to still have a smile on your face oh. and that glistening in your eye, like I said earlier. And, I've heard interviews before and a lot of things that, because you've got such a, a massive story, you've got decades of interesting, fabulous stories, a lot of them are mentioned they're touch base on. But I want to sort of zone, home in on a few of them. So, for example, who shot at you and why did they shoot at you? You said I've been shot at. Because we can easily skim past oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. but who... Who'd, who'd I, know, that? I know the man who ordered it.
1: But I don't know the man who done it. What, what was the reason? And the reason was purely down to... I was looking after this fella, a big fella. And I was his back backup, really, walking around 24 hours a day looking after him, getting stupid money. And the man that wanted to get him thought he had to get me out of the way first. So I just got one for nothing.
0: And is that the only time you've been shot at? No, fuck no. And I don't, I don't mean to be we Are we, are we all right on here today?
1: Well, but no, I haven't been <laughs> shot at for nearly a week. <laughs> so the odds are we'll be alright but we? if you say it if you say it as casually as I want to and make it interesting for you that it's because only because you're used to that it's not as scary and I can talk to you mm. I mean if you've had 10 people shoot at you or 50 people in my life I've gone i pulled out gun on a door and I went to search him what's that but, you know the first time that happens to you is terrifying mm. like the first time the second time uh, by the fourth and fifth time you'll figure a funny comments and you have broken what to say you know, by the 20th time, and you've been doing it for 12 years now, you know what to do. And the only scary thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it becomes natural to you sticking your arm up a fucking cow's ass all day as a vet. But I couldn't do it. Mm. And, and jumping on someone with someone jumping on you with a gun could be more terrifying, maybe for him over there, than it is for me. But what he does, working at the front of a kiln or something like that, all the fire and the metals that. That
0: would be terrifying for me. Yeah, and not him. So it's just the choice of job. So you've had so many guns pointed at you, but you've become desensitised to even being concerned about it. Yeah, but I'm not the
1: only one. Everyone in this world sort of is a bit like that. And you've been stabbed? I've been stabbed fucking a mosh, I'm going to tell you.
0: Is that on the door or off the door? Yeah, on the door and off the door, yeah. Yeah. And how did you meet the craze? How did that come about? Um, to be I'm, I'm,
1: I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to explain a couple of things. First of all, there is no such thing as a celebrity gangster. Right? There is no such thing. I'm not going to do the same old corny joke. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> go on. But the, but the two words don't go: celebrity gangster. That's like saying police intelligence. Right? That really is sort the of two words don't go, and um, you can be one or the other. Huh? Was you a gangster? I don't know, in other people's eyes they can call you what they want. How I saw me, I know I wasn't a gangster. I really don't think I was a gangster. I, lo- I knew a load of naughty men. Yeah? Because
0: you're definitely a celebrity.
1: Well, I am that now, yeah. But I, 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 after the funeral happened, I was just gave the Dorman before that. After the funeral, the very next day where I'm trying to get a load of jobs for the security company and getting in all the, you know, Pictures and whatever it is and that, you know, um, the very next day, I'm thinking it's going to change me job-wise, big jobs, America and all that. It actually went celebrity gang heir to the throne,
0: mm.
1: South London's, oh, the answer to the down I was like, wow, that really, genuinely, weren't where I was going with that at all.
0: Yeah,
1: at all, did I want to be known as any criminal gangster thing when I'm hanging around with? licensing managers and
0: trying to get contracts for, uh, you know. But there it was. And, but how did, you get, how did you get the wrong cray contract? How did, how did you meet him before it led to that?
1: Um, well, they was in prison.
0: they have
1: been in prison for 15 years before I met them. Yeah, because right? there's a big age gap, in there? Yeah, when they was running around doing their naughty bits, boom, boom, boom I was in a Silver Cross me in a Rusk. I, didn't, I wasn't running around with the Crays. I didn't meet them until they'd been in prison. Mm. And... Um, uh, the way my life was going, and you know, I was having all the doormen in all the clubs. You know, they still had a couple of little fingers in little pies, not as big as people would imagine, but they wanted to know who this Dave Cordy was. You know, it was a buzz for me because I was very young and I got off on, I just met Ronnie Reggie I So you can imagine that. Yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> mm. You know, if they'd have asked me for a kiss, I'd have gone, yes. Yeah. So, they asked me to do you little favours here and now. And then I've ended up seeing him a lot. I saw him three or four times a week for the next 15 years. Did you spend. Charlie, you... Charlie Craig lived with me. I was an already with him. I was, his, I was his, um, one of the witnesses in his last court case. I've been to Broadmoor, seen Ronnie a good few times. I've seen Reggie a lot of times. And Where was that? In Parkhurst? All over the place, Maidstone,
0: Reg. Brought was it, I think Reg was Maidstone after Parkhurst, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he's done the whole lot. He's mm. done every single one, but... Mason's where... Um, talks very quietly, doesn't he? He into does
1: talk very quietly, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm afraid. It's the power of that little box, the power of the media and all that. Had, mm. had they been able to be seen by the general public for the last 40 years and when it was, I don't think the myth would have grown that big, but the authorities have learned by this and that's why they've started right at the bottom. Um, you can't glamorise crime because it was that. Had they, had they seen them, there's a lot of big men that wouldn't have gone. Well, I, I'm not prepared to follow that because in reality, the craze were nothing like the myth, right? There's n- there no no little firm anywhere would listen to them today. It was because of that era mm. that they got away with it, right? And then running Bethnal Green of only 150,000 people living in Bethnal Green, all speaking and understood English, they can run that. That one road, it's nothing. Years later, and with telly and computers and books and films, a lot of that was run in London, what they once. I bang on this, I'm sorry, that's the truth. Uh, one road, my name road. Oh, mm. The myth is very romantic, but the men are not. There were two... Um, um, They were basic. Right? They were basic. There weren't no masterminds. There was no glamour-hungry, basic, no longevity, no honesty, no what, 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 what everyone wants there to be round honour among thieves, all, all that. So they were sort of ruthless. Um, <sighs> law to themselves. Yeah, yeah, law to himself in, in in one road. There were no London
0: things. There was no yeah. um, <laughs> mafia... No way that. near as big as, as what the media has painted them out. Yeah,
1: to, at at all. no at
0: no. all. And, and the Richardsons were
1: twice as big.
0: Yeah. And, that, and Charlie Richardson was extremely intelligent, wasn't he? Yeah, a yeah. fantastic man. Beautiful. Hell of a business man. Beautiful man. And it's a shame yeah. when someone's got that sort of that talent, that business acumen, that it gets overshadowed with yeah. other bits and pieces that the media yeah. want to label you with. Yeah. And all the genius of you gets swept aside and that's really mm-hmm. what you should be getting the credit for. Yeah, there will not have genius being round up. Reg and Ron. No. Just uh, just outright brute force.
1: Yeah, and they, when it wasn't a
0: massive, big brute force.
1: It had a like, big reputation, but not so many people in the gang. Everyone in East End pretended they was. Every black mm. man says he's a yardie. Every Paddy says he's IRA. Every, you understand what I mean? Every yeah, went, man says he's a yardie. They, they played up to the stereotype. They played up to the thing, and, and they were more interested in getting in the paper, mm. as I was once myself, than getting on in real life, you know, watching the bank balance grow, they were not one to be famous for anything.
0: Yeah. And there was it. Did you get on better with one or the other, Reggie or Ron? I see Reggie more than Ron. Um, Ron's
1: a, not a nicest fella, by the time I met him. But he he was um, he's off key, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was used to getting his own way. Yeah. He spoke very quietly, but the thing that with him, but I thought was just wow, I never anyone said this before. Because he'd been a prison for so long, mm. in them days the, um, the the fluorescent lighting in that weren't great and it hurt uh, your eyes like a microwave when they first come out and all that. So for twenty years he didn't have his light turned off. He was an A cat. So he went in prison all day, all night, his fluorescent lights was on, and he never blinked. No, I don't know why no. I never said that. But he, well, um, he never blinked. He just and lived. he would talk to you. He'd go, "Morning, David. Thank you for coming. visit me, a nice long way. Shall we first go uh, take this note to the canteen and <laughs> some <laughs> things that when you get
0: and he'd never blink. Did you feel like you had to do the same? Well, I, well no, no. I'm going to be staring. <laughs> out at I'm not that divvy. You know? uh,
1: but he just he didn't. He weren't even trying to do it to be hard. He was seventy-five. He's just saying talking like that. I just like. gone. And when I investigated, I found out what it was. It, everyone, everyone knew that damn to people who have been in prison, not just him. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. fucked up about that. So that's, that's Ron, that's Lenny McLean. So the, the Richardsons, your type with them as well? I'm sure of all of them, yeah. Yeah. Because I, by doing my research. Because it
1: was the media that actually forced them to, 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 to start fighting. Please believe me, because they have full control over it, media. Well, that's You know, television on how they move the herd or how they you know, change the mind of the masses. As one big tight firm of gangsters, right, that'd be hard enough for the police to crack. you know what I mean, if everyone big, So they separate it, divide and conquer. And if I'm getting him fighting him, then it's easy for the police to come in and just nick them for that. Yeah, they yeah. They can all do it. They can work, make them do things because if they go craze, 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 the visitors will get the end of it. Is it, so so, so they was manipulated to being enemies more than they were. I think.
0: Yeah. And so all yeah. these all these heavy firms, the Richardsons and, uh, and the Crazes, and there's there's, there's going to be other families that <coughs> aren't even spoke about that are, that are probably the e- na- heavier, the Nashes and all people. Yeah. Like that. Uh, and Lenny Mcleans that you know yeah. and Roy Shaw's. Yeah. What was your role? Was you the middle man that, that kept the peace and you didn't fall out of any of them? Uh, no, I was I was more or less the court jester, and I was there.
1: Um, don't forget, we were going for a period of time. That right up till then all criminals actually have a collar up, no no pictures, no photos, nothing, you know, meeting down dark alleys. And now I brought crime and criminals into the Dan fancy suits. I do an interview, chat to you on Vanessa. Well that was a big bridge to cross for all them blokes that mm. were and I was a lot younger than them, when they all come out the Tony turn down behind I was Fred Foremans and to cross that bridge into I've got to be chatty about it and do the interviews. I'm good at it because I'm in this era, but their era, they weren't good at it because I've had a whole lifetime of training not to. So you were the man so that sort of So I was a bridge. Of... So for a little while, I'd have world well, not knowing what I was doing going to these, i too, be going to that, but I got Reggie a regular spot in a magazine, Front Magazine, and Charlie, Charlie Bronson, their own spot in the China, and I've got all the, Freddie Foreman and the teller, Tony Ambriano's pink pink shirt things, you know, were flying out to New York as catwalk models and all that shit. And then and, and the authorities just couldn't get their head around that. So they put him on Trisha, and now everyone likes him. He's stuck him on Vanessa, and they all like him. And they put him on Panorama, and they like him. And now he's going around the world doing audience whiffs. I've um, spoke at the Oxford Union, man. That's impressive. Yeah, was, yeah that's, that's no joke. It that was
0: the first time I seen my mum genuinely really proud of me. And what, what did you first discuss on that? Because that's a, that's a real um, credible platform, isn't it? That's, that's unbelievable.
1: Mental, mental. At the time, they, they, they was, it, it was that impressive that Jay-Z put the picture of me speaking at the Oxford Union on the cover of his album and put, the, a different, put his head on it, and it's called Blueprint. And it's a photograph of me sitting on the edge of a desk addressing the Oxford Union, and he thought, that's really funny, a convicted felon, Dave Courtney, I know him, they're reading all the gangster books from all the English gangsters, and he goes, he's teaching future Parliament how to behave for murder in a day. Mm. And, and so he put his head on the picture, like, done the exact same picture and it's the cover of Blueprint. So It's all going through the court at, Did you get a few Oh, listen, I, I didn't, but it's not my picture. I didn't know all this at the time. Right. It's the picture, it's the man who put, clicked the button. I was just honoured that he chose it. Yeah, I'm still wanking over it, right? But the bloke who took the picture, he's fuming. He starts taking Jay-Z a call. I'm going, no. In case he does take it off, I'm happy with it. Yeah, leave it be. Right. Yes, Christie. 20 there. years down the line, he's now um, then now coming to play about that picture. You know, there's, there's now court cases about him. So oh, he's wow. going to sort of rehash again. Yeah. And, and I'm also doing a documentary at the moment, a three part, one hour one hour series, three series uh, for Amazon Prime, I think, or Channel 5. I'm not, yeah, tell me more about that. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. It's split up with um, Dice Recordings, who is the managerial team behind um, Big Nasty. And. Um, They've they filmed. They've done it very, very properly, very professional. They've gone in and spoke to my school teachers, prison wardens, locked me up, ex-wives, kids, ex-ex door neighbours, doormen I've worked with blokes I've bashed up, blokes I was in a prison cell with. You know, they've really
0: covered the, yeah, full, the like, full the full spectrum. Yeah, they're like, and. Um, it's going to be a great watching it. Oh, if they're if they're going right in me. deep with people you've bashed, your family members.
1: Well, that, they now can't make a feature film about me because now that new laws out, and I'm still alive. Mm. You can't glamorise crime. You can't make a Dave Courtney. You can make a his film. And they're dead or a, a footballer could play Dave Courtney, but Dave Courtney can't play Dave Courtney. You know, I me? Mean, you can make a Frankie Faye film but they're all dead. I can't make a gangster if i a bloke they still there. Frankie Fraser, are we going to go there? The truth of that is, he didn't know me, but the truth is, I actually era worshipped him for the first 10 years of my life. Hmm. Before I ever got thinking I would know him, it was Frankie Fraser. If he wanted to hit me, I'd have hit me for him. Don't walk I, you know. But then I never thought I was going to meet him or then get to know him or I was going to meet Reggie Cray. I was a fucking kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm
1: thinking about them dreamily. Then you get to meet them, then you get to know him, then you get to know him, know him, know him, then you get to know everyone else that knows him. and his mum, dad, brother, sister, friends, have known him and you know about these stories, what are real, what are not. You know the rest of the world, believe it, and you run with it, you know. And the biggest myth there was was Frankie Francia. What was his beef with you? He it, it wasn't impressed with the colour of my wife, my Jennifer's Jamaican, and he's... I don't know, 70, 80, i get it, but they, we made a record called um, Products of the Environment with Tricky from Massive Attack and me, Frankie Fraser, Charlie Richardson, Freddie Foreman, Tony Nambriano, Roy Shaw, Ronnie Beast, some other people, all made a record. Uh, uh, that, done an interview like this, they made a record done in music and then just dropped sentences in it that we said and then put it all together and they came over to England to do an interview and they asked me to do the interview and not him. And he's thinking, well, why did they ask you to do the interview? Because I'm 40 years younger than him. I'm a bit better at doing this. Better communicator. Right, that is the only reason. But he got such the hump with me being in the paper speaking on his behalf. He couldn't help it. But I broke the golden rule and rung me up on my house, You and your little... <laughs> What did he say? Can you I not say? No, I don't know.
0: It, just, it was disrespectful about yeah, 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 your, your yeah, wife. Yeah,
1: it wasn't nothing gangstery we fell out over, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Because
0: the feud seemed like it was massive Yeah, yeah it, well, you, you know, know, how it certain uh, nasty is, I
1: ended up, I couldn't even beat him up, he's too old, but he did get a clump off me at his house anyway. And that was it. And then I got arrested with the bent copper. And he jumped on the bandwagon, and all criminals are supposed to say tight. You know you understand what I mean? Like, keep that. The code. T- yeah, you don't say the word. All right. And because he had the ump with me in general, because I'll give him a dig, Huh? he went, I believe him. I think he is a grass. Well, all the other big ones knew that, because right, they'd used this copper themselves. You know, the reason you have a bank copper mm. is he gets you out of trouble, tells you what else they're in. Filming you, what the registration number of car is for in you. Opening plastic bags so it's contaminated evidence. You know, they're priceless. They're priceless. But he just jumped to the bandwagon and went, I think he's a grass and all. And that added a little bit of... Doubt. Yeah, which, which did turn me on, but
0: right? the But the big firms didn't... No, no, in,
1: in real life, in yeah. real life. It was only no, him calling you a grass, yeah, no one else yeah. was. Well, he actually hammered his own coffee. I would have never... As long as I've got an old in my ass, would I have ever had the arsehole to go? Well, it's Frankie Frazier or me. Pick which one you want. And that night there was a, an exhibition called the um, Crime Through Time ex- exhibition run by Nick Reynolds, Bruce Reynolds' his son, the great train robber. Oh, right, yeah, and yeah. Bruce the, the brains of the habit. His son's also the brains in the art world, you know what I mean? He's a very talented, very tanned um informative man. And, and and there was an exhibition, and I was in it, um, and so it was Frank. And Frank went, I would have never said, "Well, you pick him on me." I'd never had it said that. But he said, "Well, you pick, you have picked with well, that Dave Courtney on me." So Freddie Footman went, "See you later, Frank." And you know, I'm sure I went, "See you later, Frank." Is that
0: it? So he got two big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Giving big bugs. Like, I didn't oh, have to oh, be my eyes, no more. He'd already killed himself. Fucked himself. I'm I didn't pr- hate him, man. He just didn't know me, didn't know me. So you can't glamorise crime and you've made, you've made a number of films yourself, I haven't you? I've a of
1: it. I'm not saying any
0: of them were any good.
1: But no one's ever tested me to play anything other than Dave. But you've done a load of films, I've haven't you? I've done a load of films, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they, I'm afraid what happens is if someone is slipping and go, well, because Courtney's in it, I'm not glamorising crime. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I made a film and took it to... Because I made the lock... They'd done the lock stock thing on myself and then they used me as a, an advisor in um, Snatch. He'd done the audition for Snatch in my back garden, chose my friend Guy Ritchie talking. So I made my own film. I took it to Cannes. It won Best of Group. Oh, nice. Hell to Pay. And if anyone ain't seen that, it's the best film I've ever been in. Hell to play. Pay. And, um, and where, can, where can people get that? well they banned it the very day it came out they banned it for, for no apparent reason I think you can still buy it off Amazon Hell to Pay Hell to I Pay think. from
0: Amazon Dave Courtney's yeah. b- the finest work that's my that's my
1: best film I've ever been in but when they come back they went you know because, because I know they're telling people and the report was they're going they'll wind you on Richard and Judy talk about it, but they're still trying to put you in prison one they want to they're terrified of you becoming a movie star,
0: Dave. Because you're built for the mainstream. Terrified. You're built for the mainstream. I, I, I to think think You so. are, mate, you are. And, you, the, and you the nearest, long, yeah, that was Courtrooms. I'm, I'm made for that. I'm, I'll do the little mm. thing, so. Um, I'll tell you the reason I asked about, because I know that you've, you've, you've done your own films, produced them and started them, and there ain't no one going to play Dave Courtney better than Dave Courtney. But I was surprised that when Guy Ritchie done Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, Vinnie Jones played you, I sort of thought, Dave, I was too old. For you'd that. be better. I was playing too
1: him. old then. I think I'd be better for me. But in reality, I was 26. How yeah, the fuck can I play that? Or well, I was. Yeah, in reality. I, you I, do look younger, Dave. I love
0: you. <laughs> I love you I too. Love you. <laughs> yeah, I'd like. Yeah. I'd like to have seen you in that film. No, I it It's a, it's a, I no, think a lot of really a good, done. good film, yeah. Although I do love Vinnie Jones. I think he's fucking yeah, it's brilliant. Cool, yeah. Do you get on with him? I've never met him. He actually played me. Well, you tell me
1: who's right or wrong here. He did get the opportunity to play me. He was told you're judged by the company you keep, and if you're staying around with him, it won't work for you. So he played me, and he's never rung me, spoke to me, said all to Rung me out for in the morning, never not one other contacted to me, nothing ever,
0: Vinny, ever, my mate. How is that? Yeah, I had a lot of respect for you when you was grabbing Paul Gascoigne's I'm not testicles. You not to have good respect for him. No, I have a i for,
1: for the right thing. He did. Yeah, where yeah. football guys, Well, looks he has come fuck off to the crowd. He has whacked a few people out, but not gangster. Right? Oh no, no, no. Listen, Vinny Jones, I will show you a million interviews of Vinnie Jones on Crown Stand. Huh? He made one film where he played me, and when the film went cut finished, he carried on playing Big Chris in real life. Right? He played Big Chris as a part. So I can show you Vinnie Jones talking before he made a film. After he made a film. He's a little bit of a... You're not. You're a nut grabber off Gazer in you. But he plays. You're in court a, a nut every nut day. All day for <laughs> me I go, wow, glabber. man. I, it's worth one phone call to me to know. Uh, I totally agree. Well, they, well guy, I had a part in the film. I, I was playing Brick I had David Ford's part. Right. And Guy Richie pitched it for me. I was reading the script. I'd been for the, the castings and then the money people went. You've got to inform him then, Guy, but we're not giving you six mils to build a film if you're going to send him. He's a movie star.
0: Mm. I not we can do about that. So he had to come round to my house and go, I'm really sorry. Just continuously boxing I'm you really in really and sorry. fucking alienating you from like <laughs> opp- opp- opportunities. And it's weird that Vinnie Jones didn't contact you. Not that I want to sit here slag of Vinnie Jones, so I, I like the geezer, but Tom Hardy, when he played... Bronson, he, he was in regular contact with Charles Bronson. And, you, and, and came to spend the day on my house with me for Sunday dinner. Until it was there you go. So if it's good enough for Tom Hardy, it should be good enough for anyone. Brad Pitt, when they were filming Snatch, spent a night on my house. How bizarre. Well, that, that's how it should be. Right. If I was going to play you, I'd want to spend a month with you. I'd want to get to know your little nuances, your characters, your traits, your, your likes, your dislikes. Just makes perfect sense if you're an actor. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so you, you've got a nightclub in the back of your house, isn't ya? And I know you've touched base on this before, but I want to delve a little bit deeper into this nightclub, like the genre, the days it's open, who it's open to. Yeah,
1: no, it's something you to know. It's, up, it's, it's my back garden. I bought, I bought next door's back garden and next door's and the end's back, their back garden. I built a big shed. Right? Very, very big shed. Very, very big.
0: How many people, how many, what's the capacity? Three and a half, three. Really? three
1: And, um, it's really just for me and mine. Yeah, nice. And it not cost them nothing, and if any of my... Don't need no doorman. Right, and I, and everyone in my road, if anyone wants their kids' parties in my house, I'm now saying it publicly. which I've already done a thousand, they use stadiums. They can have as many parties as they want free, I don't care. Yeah. do it. And on the road, they're doing their cleaners, electricians, um, cab drivers for me at the end. You know, they actually... And it's, everyone can have it, it's for us. And now do you, you, know get you get want to let me and 50 mile mates in anywhere? So I. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair though. You see know what I mean? So it's really like that. It was a convenient thing. And then all the way to the I've got a part of Brendan, my number two. Brendan, I live with Brendan.
0: Oh, so he, um, lives, he lives with you he as lives well? With me, yeah. yeah, nice fella who's here he's today. Beautiful. He's, 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 he's
1: funny, funny, very funny man, which is very important to me.
0: Mm. And he's not
1: just a fly-by friend. I've lived with him for 15 years, and he's been with my mate for 30 years. He's the godfather to my child. He's my mate. And, and the funniest bastard you ever get, and, and the only conditions what he brings to the table in my world is he makes me laugh. for the minute I get up to, the, to, to one of their bed, and any problems that come to the door or anyone else's problems that come to the door that I've got to in, I can deal with them in a good mood
0: yeah 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 because
1: every time I open the door you'll get me like that keeps your spirits up right and I can I can mend it. oh listen he don't have to do that you know maybe you don't have to put a hole in him
0: up maybe I can do it but I'm better with that that nah. far far so Brendan's better. your voice of reason yeah and he's he also
1: he's got a driving license right? he don't, he's not he's not consulted on he can't get a blame for not consulted on anything decisions I'm just saying he makes me in a good mood I make the fucking decisions. He gets me there and keeps me in the right mood to make decisions because he won't fuck with you up one day. I ain't got loads of problems, mate. My life consists of mending your fucking problems. That's the truth. of what my job is. Right? There's three there's, there's emergency services in London, 999, the AA and Dave Courtney and none of them can have a night off. And It's all right keeping yourself out of trouble. It's fucking easy. Stay in. Right? Mm. But it's... Because Dave Courtney isn't really, I'm not here for the one man, I'm here for a million friends that have helped me and put their life on the line for me, week after week, come up at three in the morning, come out. It's not me, it's all of them. I'm just the I've got family. So thousands of people have helped me in my life. Now I've decided to go, oh, I'm not doing that no more. It's all on top for me. I'm, I'm now doing this, Try to get on a teddy thing, all right? And, and keep out of trouble, that's easy. But if any of them get in any trouble and then knock on my door and go, Dave, just call the old woman shagging the you next door. I've shot him in the head. I need to get out of the country. Help me quick. He's worked for me for 40 years. Been to prison for me. God holes in his body, damn me. I'm the godfather of his kid. I said, what do I say? No, sorry, I'm writing books now. Can't get involved in that. Right? So now... No, 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 and then I have to help that and I'm back in it. Mm. Help we get out of the country. I've just fucking murdered. Child. Help me. Give me
0: that number of... No. They obviously never read your first book. What? Which is called Stop the Ride, I Wanna Get Off. That is why I wrote it. Yes. That pro- pro- propelled
1: me publicly as gangster number one, which I never said I was. Ain't never. Tr- so I quickly tried to combat that and gone, Stop the Ride, I Wanna Get Off. I'm not like that.
0: Huh? Which is a polite way of saying, can you all fuck off?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's
0: too late, isn't it? Yeah. I was, it's lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But do, do, do you still like the leadership or do you feel like it's pressure? Because um, the older we get, we want to relax, yeah, them, don't we?
1: The, the leadership is just in 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 your bones anyway, but there's just a lot less urgency and amount of people I have to lead in any specific area. Right? As a, just as a man in in a, in a front room, I'd mostly old, and call and have a chat, be the loudest one or whatever, but um, I think that it's the knowledge that I enjoy sharing. Yeah. That, yeah. that you see save someone or you see them go,
0: no it's, it's um, so you become more of a mentor the yeah, only, yeah, the only I you got yeah, yeah. everyone's a big yeah. brother yeah. and we all, uh, even even mentors need a mentor and I, I don't like getting the credit for all the things they've done mm.
1: I, I also didn't like getting the blame for being taken you know meaning if six of us went out last night and you murdered and stabbed someone they wouldn't actually mention your name they'd go call these boys was in here causing trouble and you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I t- yeah, and, and, and I, I can see that over the years. And you, you I can't got... never go no to someone that has helped me for 20 years because you've had the blame for a lot of things, didn't you, over the years? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, I've got not, a lot of not guilties I was going to say for someone, yeah, for someone who's been blamed for a lot of things, you've probably had more not guilties than you've had blame it. Yeah, boy, it's not not too far off. Mm, I've, had a lot, I've had, yeah, I've had a,
1: well into 22, 23 not guilties and that's them attempting to stitch you up. And well, no, just it's not attempting. It. I never said I didn't do it. I never said I... I'm just saying I got not guilty. Careful, Dave. And the, I'm, I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> you can't, like Lenny McLean, you can't get another Lenny McLean mm-hmm. because the times have changed and the license and all that. And you'll never get another person getting 21 not guilty because you used to be able to go... Because um, there was an element of doubt. That's the first rules in your archibalds. If there's an element of doubt, you have to go on the side of not guilty because we cannot be guilty of putting innocent man in. So if there's an element of doubt in any crime at all, you have to go not guilty. And as long as you've got good enough friends, Mr Popular, Dave, I'd have 30 30 people turn them as witnesses, firemen, policemen, soldiers, to say, I was with him last night. That is the element of doubt. Yeah, yeah. So you get not guilty all the time. But nowadays you can't do that because you've got eight months... You're in your witnesses, and the prosecution then go,
0: every one of these witnesses is on his Facebook. So not only were you supplying Dorman back in the day, you were also supplying your own witnesses. Yeah, yeah, I
1: brought witnesses with me. <laughs> if I was going to go and do a betting office, I would walk. I'll put four witnesses in there: him and his wife, him and his wife. Run in, do the thing, run out. And by the time the police come, no one wants to be a witness anyway. And the only witnesses the police had were my four. And they went, you know, big, tall, ginger, black man, left on horseback, that way, Millwall, yeah. Uh, yeah got saying if it, And if I did get caught, the witnesses turned up and said it weren't him. I brought
0: my own witnesses to my own job. Situations. Yeah. Yeah. And I, got, I can't see what's... So you've got yourself out of a lot of tricky situations. Oh, there's, one si- there's one situation I really want to know, how the fuck you got out of this one. Now, I've heard a story, you can correct me if I'm wrong or tell me if I'm right, that you was over in the States and you was on, you was, was you looking after porn stars? Yeah. And you ended up in a porn film. Yeah. Now I've heard this story. I'll and tell it's. It, and, tell, it, it. tell me in detail. And then I want to know how the, how you got out of what happened eventually. All right. All right. This is a blinder, isn't it? It's good.
1: Come on. There's <laughs> a friend of mine who owned somewhere, called Sim City. And he wanted eight English, very English porn stars to go out there, because at the time, all the porn stars looked like Pamela Anderson. And he wanted someone a little bit whiter, a little bit more... with false tits and a bit more normal shape, you know. English rose type. Whatever, yeah, just a whiter, but... Because every porn star, they're dark brown, California tan. And he wanted someone to go out there for a month or six weeks. And, and I was going to move all around uh, that coastline and hire out these villas for them to live in and there's a location to shoot in and make a load of films while I was out there. And they needed someone to do security, so I, I'm on that, and I? You um, thought, if I have to. And, and my, 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 my wife is... um, she, 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 she wasn't my wife at the time, but it was Jennifer. I'd been with her 10 years. She loved the full bit. It was all okay. I didn't mind. bringing a couple of homes. She loves a lady. She was the, when I was building my house. She, we we always wanted a little fifty shade dungeon thing, and and it, right near the end, I was going, "Well, run out of money, baby. I'll either finish the dungeon or the kitchen." What did she say? The dungeon, right? Of course. That is my baby.
0: You get so a takeaway.
1: I'm out. I'm out in America. I'm meeting all the people making the films, looking after this girl, didn't need any security, and I'm watching all these good films being made in like an aircraft hangar, and there was eight different films being made in eight different corners like that, and, and the table in the middle, where they was all running to to get makeup, cup of tea and all that. So I'm telling away when and I said, I'd love to do that. He went, you could do it, man. He could go over there, he can do just in a fucking hour. He said, you just go through, pick, like a magazine, like a catalogue. You used to get your Chris, and you look through the catalog again. going, you can have her, I'll have her and her. I don't know how to do that. A fuck a log. Yeah, yeah, right. And they ring up and they go, okay, get your eggs test, four quid or something. But he could do it. He said, if you're worried. I said, oh, was bit. I was up to it, but I couldn't do all that. Come around telling people I know it. He went, Davey, I can do this. I can guarantee you it stays in that fucking hotel. It ain't even the country, it ain't even the state, it, ain't it. goes with that hotel. That's where it's. I really, I mean he's promised. he promise is it I ain't gonna fuck a lady a man. I said, okay, done. So I've done all these fucking things, you know, with these
0: films. Oh you've done more
1: than one, one scene? Done more than more more than one scene, but listen, once I got the hang of it, bruv, now I, yeah.
0: Hooked. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I,
1: I thought I was uh, fucking
0: up. I was
1: most of this shit but I thought I was good anyway. Uh, uh, it takes um, some fucking guts to do that. Well yeah,
0: so I forgot it. I forgot that. Four years. Uh, well, are you personal? Are you hung like a porn star? No. Well, even fucking even more credit to you did. No. Because I couldn't do that. But um, I got to have a colleagues.
1: Ask your wife. So now four years later, Joey Powell's getting married, and uh, and we're all going out to him Vegas, and he got married in the Treasure Island Hotel. And if anyone ever says to you they're getting married in Vegas, you automatically assume it's a little cheap, tin pot Elvis fucking city chapel thing. But this ain't that. This is Joe Paul, and um, and and it's in, in in the Treasure Island Hotel. There's a fucking cathedral. There's a thousand seat fucking cathedral made out of uh, gold leaf, red velour. It's just you couldn't dream of it. I was sitting there with her going, "Wow, um, you know, what what a gaff. And that night, Brendan won a load of money and went, and I said to her, if I'd known it was this fucking cheap, wouldn't I wouldn't have married to myself a of And he heard it. He came up to the, came up to the room and I married her. Huh? Next day, he won the money. I went out and married her the next day. So was all fucking beautifully, happily. It's fantastically romantic. They swap rooms. They give us the, the honeymoon suite. Massive big round bed, as big as this room, wobbling it. And, and she's lying in, in the middle of the bed watching Sally and he has gone on the porn channel. And I'm probably in it. As it entered my head, what old is it? Great Westerner. It's a great Westerner all over America. I've got their porn channel, and I'm on that. You can't copy it off it or nothing, but it's only shown in the South Side of America, or something, some, you know. I'm in, I'm in that bit of America with my missus. She's on the porn channel, and it went English gangster. <laughs> and I, I've tried to get over to her to grab the telecontrol, but the bed's too fat. I couldn't get to her time, and there I am. Leather chaps, cowboy hat, leather waistcoat, bollocks hanging out. <laughs> no. What about your bum cheeks? don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we're, doing ga- we're doing a gangster programme. I'm oh, sorry. I would call myself a G, but I'm about 0.8. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll take that. Well, I'll tell you what. And so if she saw it, and she's obviously, because we're realistic, and um, are to we're not married well stop that, that's, that's not the reason we're not married she forgave you for that yeah how did you get out I mean f- first of all, I, could, I couldn't get out of it nah you yeah. was in it yeah and she's not a little yeah. little bird you know and she's a very feisty little lady if I deserved a smack in the mouth or something I would catch it did you get one that night don't talk about
0: it alright but let me yes. say, but what I will say is and I'm sure people agree there ain't nothing much more gangster than starring in your own poor film that's that's pretty gangster oh yeah they, Living with her was pretty gangster she was a porn film and I had a mate out there
1: um Angela at the time who thank God if it weren't for her mate being there for someone to run off and talk to she would have basically you know,
0: Le- shot me yeah weigh, weighed you in because I so when I see you on Trisha years ago you and your wife yeah. Jennifer yeah so I could never really imagine you without her moving forward because all the like bits of TV I'd see you on or I found it very very hard
1: to be perfectly honest to move forward in anything since not being with her. But the pressure of your son getting murdered, yeah, and 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 being caught up in some of the blame. Are you happy to talk about that? No, but I'm not, I will talk about it. It doesn't cheer me up.
0: No, no, you know what I mean. Like, are you comfortable? Because I don't want to push for things yeah, that are, comfortable are, that that are crossing, about crossing the line. Yeah, I could. I don't
1: want you to be, right? No. But you can't in that because I'm comfortable with it. But it it's and I'm a, sorry it's to a, hear that, a, by the way. It hurts me mm. today. Because so on that one day, I lost my son. I also lost my wife because seven weeks later, however, we ended up separating. And
0: as quick as soon as that
1: yeah well there's a very big pressure of mm. when that happens and they didn't know who had done it it, it, you know, it wasn't obvious that from the beginning who had done it and I because me and him had had a little roll about on the floor two weeks ago was in the frame Yeah, surely just the pressure of all of that mm. me uh, everything. just the pressure of someone's killed my son he's dead I don't know what it is. All eyes on me. You know, you've got um, tried and referring things for their own reasons and that. You know, it just caused me a bit of problems. problem. The so you got fully investigated bad. for it? And, oh, I don't know. If you've, if you've never been involved in a murder case, they go deep, long. Yes, I was investigated for it. Yeah. And most of the kids I went to school with, they're basically And they're looking at my ass with all the guns on the wall going when he grew
0: up, did he have to live with this? And I'm trying to, I've put him in that situation. So you're trying to, rightly so, grieve for an outrageous loss and you've, stu- and you've got pressure of people putting, know, the, we putting ne- the blame me, on you? Me and my wife never got a chance to grieve. But anyway. Um, you still love her and all, don't you? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, she knows that, I see, I see her most days. I'm not a pining lover, I've got, I'm now in another relationship. for one we've loving with a lady called Karen in uh lives on Star in the World, up there in the country. But um she know could she knows Jenny, but Jenny built. She was a very big part of building me. You know, she was a very big part. She gave me half my army, the fact that we genuinely fell in love. At the time me and Jenny fell in love and all that, it weren't a common thing, big white skinheads and black ladies that weren't it was a different kind of um, racial tension than they than they think there is now. It was different then. I, I, I like to think that I pioneered, yeah, bridging the two races together. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like to think I pioneered. Huh? I genuinely. I, I never thought about it at the time. It was never in my head at the time. But if
0: you was four, doing what if you was doing, million, what felt natural?
1: If four million, naughty all we black guys wouldn't rather trust me than them because they know where I'm going Yeah, well, with that. You know, it helps me in a million different ways and because she is such a a little road girl herself was well, such a, an intelligent clever funny she, you know proper person she kept my feet on the floor. Mm-mm. She didn't let me run away with the difficulty of things she didn't let and, and I and you can sometimes be a bully when brings are down good or when you got too much money in your pocket, you can't help the real fucking sick back, you know, that's someone. And as long as I could come home and tell her everything I'd done all day and she was never embarrassed of what I'd done, I was doing all right. And she actually made me brave enough to do some really incredibly brave things for you if she's there. Yeah, I guess I had my friend on the floor in Tenerife with a gun to his head and because we was out last night and the bloke that we was talking to had got kicked to death last night. They thought it was us, me and Seymour. Anyway, a big Seymour. And, and, and as I went to run over to help my mate, they shot at me from the floor. So I turned my back and looked at her, and she's facing me, holding the kids. I went, I've got to go and get him, an I? And she went, you have? I really love your Go on. Look, Don't cause no trouble. Don't get involved. Don't done the right thing, made me turn around and run at the man with the gun. And I don't tell that story a lot because I sound like a div, but there's footage of it, hundreds of thousands of witnesses, people, there's a knock-on effect of people going up to trouble over it. But it was her. i got the glory of it. The always go, you've run at the keys. He's on the floor with his locks like that. And I'm like, a life for a life. He died. And it was there. Mm. So I went to go. They shot at me. I turned me back. She went, get the fuck out there. Come get your mate.
0: So you really, were, you really were Bonnie and Clyde, weren't you? Uh, well,
1: without trying to make it sound silly, romantic and taking away a lot of the beauty of the power she gave me by being there, she made me run a man with a gun, mate. And not because I'm brave or I'm stupid, because... You were led by love. Yeah, because otherwise I would let my mate die in front of you. you know, she was just that powerful, and I miss that. Still- you know what I mean? So once, once you've had it with someone, it's a, it's, it's a very... It's, a, it's an eye eyeball for
0: anyone else she's, she's completely irreplaceable as a human being.
1: As a human being. But she's now ticking on glassy and her thing, and I'm not pining it back. I could, you know, I'm just saying I appreciate what it is
0: and what it was. You sound like you're pleased what what she's done. happy.
1: I'm chuffed to far.
0: Yeah, nice. Fair play.
1: Yeah.
0: Although I'll always, I'll always well, affiliate I mean, the two it, of you together.
1: Yeah, and so will I. I think,
0: I think, most, I think most people are going to, aren't they? Because well, you were I'm fucking... I'm proud of that. You, yeah, and so you quite should be. And all, so t- just to quickly move on from, because I know that's a sensitive subject, so I don't want to go any further into it than we have to, but it's nice oh. to see, it's very nice to see a tough, strong man show love and vulnerability, because it just, it paints the full picture. Like, you haven't got to be a, a brute every day every day, of your life.
1: As you, like, you know? here with your cameras and lights and men and things. Yeah, fe- I've had my cry days, mate.
0: Yeah, I bet you have, man. I bet, yeah. I bet you have. But so going on to a more funny, solid, enjoyable memory of you two when you were together. She punched someone in the face for you outside, so court, didn't she? Yeah. Now, this is one... This is. I know that it's been said before, but some people ain't heard it, and it's such a blinder when you turn up to court... Yeah, on, on the day I got arrested. As a jester.
1: On the day I got arrested, obviously... The copper didn't go, had peaches of me talking with this Ben Copper and they've gone, you're working, you're Ben Copper, look. <laughs> working for Courtney, but went, no, he's working for me. Well, so um, that, that's really how it started. And I, after learning that, I said in the police station on the very first night, do not ever put me within arm's reach of that man getting in the court was a co defendant Don't, because I will punch him in the head for that. I will punch me in the head for saying what he's saying. Hey, they, I'm saying, and they believed me because every time we went to court afterwards, they put everyone in, in the morning, media, afternoon and all that. And um, I went to court there one day dressed as a court jester. Right, they said to me, um, uh, the, they put it in the newspaper, like I could be an informant. And did I want to go in the back door Can with I just, a blanket over
0: my head? This is a good time to interject quickly now. Anyone that wants to see Dave Courtney outside court dressed as a court jester, just in case some of you think, nah, no one would ever do that. No one's that off their fucking head. Uh, there you have it. Are we in there? Can we see that? That is Dave Courtney outside well, the re- court. Let
1: me tell you the reason I've
0: done that. <laughs> like, I, that they, went,
1: uh, they, they asked me if I wanted to go in the back door of the court because I'd had some bad press with a blanket over my head and I was so fuming. I was so like, you cheeky, you cheat. that so the biggest thing I could do is I would turn up as not to hide from the press, for the press, I'd give them something to look at. I'd turn up with 45 of them with my mates as a cult jester, which was hired from um the proper angels. It was in Romeo and Juliet as well, that the last thing that was in, that cult jester that bit. And took it to court as it's a fucking joke. Called Joshua. I shouldn't be with all the bells and all that. And because I generally didn't believe I was going to bump into him, I've got all there. And because all the other court cases, he'd been on in the afternoon, I've been on in the morning. And as I walked into court with all my mates making a statement, they was taking him out, and he came past within arm's distance. So you hung I'm by the not, tongue. I, I went. I went. One bang knocked him out. He fell on the floor. And I was grabbed and all that. Then my wife came in, and as, as they picked him up, one went under this arm and he's facing that way behind me, and the other one picked him up with the other arm. And as they're trying to see him on a chair, Jennifer came in, and there he is in front of her, being held with his arms like that, being took that way. And she just ran up and put a little combo on him. <clears> and I see me being dragged off, I just walked up to him, and he's going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was it was that caught on camera? Yeah, ah, oh, even better. It was on the news. Even stop better. it, stop it. I'm getting harder on stop it. <laughs> that's what does it for Dave women getting violent, no, I don't. or weighing in old Bill. <laughs> so, from that, uh, that's you a got you, you got a not guilty, didn't I? Oh, I ended up getting not guilty, you that, got a not yeah. guilty. And also, you, you predicted on the flyers that you printed that, uh, that, 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 the that you were going to get flyers, so that so. you that you were going to get a not guilty. Yeah. Are we, are we allowed, can we print that? Can we put that flyer on there? Can. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we we'll, so we so around about now there will be the front and the back of a flyer that Dave had made and printed prior to the court case. Yeah. And this was this, yeah. ten thousand of these were made.
1: Ten 000. thousand. Yeah. And I'm inviting them all up to the old Bailey to come watch because I knew I was right. I'd, I taped him. I taped the copper. Mm. Right? So I couldn't not get. And he went not he went not guilty right up until the day the court started so they could be writing, calling him I being informant, calling him I being informant, calling him I being informant. The Austins, the copper's going, he's working for him. And on the day the court started, he went, no, no. Yeah, you know, I had to go through the whole court case because he waited till that day. And he said it the day before, I wouldn't have to go. Yeah. An eight-month period in my life while he was getting Mr. Popular, I was running for Lord Mayor of London, running a magazine, uh, being in a regular magazine, television. The popularity things their head in. They
0: don't want you mean? to be popular, no. do they? They don't want you to be so liked, That was the thing, course. and then while no. I
1: had this opportunity with a court case, they were trying to put a little dent in that because they know that... The, the grapevine is the most dangerous weapon in the world. And all the time, they did put two words together, Courtney, grass, Courtney, grass, for eight months. Some of it would stick. On the day I got knocked guilty, but I still paid for it today. So is this, that, 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 yeah, I still that connection still what, there now? Well, yeah. In, nowadays, anyone talks to a bit, got a bit wrong. But it's different eras. There was times when you, we all, we didn't an ever had a copper.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you if you could the have, copper was the grass for yeah, you. Yeah, if you could have
1: a a Ben Policeman and didn't, you're div. Mm. Right? So everyone did it. You had to do and say and like like a like a copper pretending to be a criminal. They get right in, they spend five years that they and then go, No, I'm a copper.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. Donny
1: Brasco and all that. There's things I had to do and say to get
0: into And they'll go they'll go beyond. B- beyond any measure to, uh, to infiltrate yeah, a, a yeah, firm, wouldn't they? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you're the biggest firm in the world. People, people seem to forget you, that... Th- people shouldn't forget that. No. And how corrupt, I'm Yeah. And, and uh, anybody trying
1: and to... each g- department will help the other department. Mm. And if some department goes, I need a bit of gunpowder driver here, I need a witness for this, they, they give them to each other. It they appears. They learn from us. Mm. i would put a mate up as a witness. And they do the same. I don't find mate with an MOT carriage. I don't have to bring the car there. They do the same. When he goes up there and says, We check out the percentage of that key of Charlie, if he come back and went, It's not Charlie, it's flour, they're going to go, Oh, all the say it was 98%. He go All right. And it's as simple as that. Don't think it ain't as simple as that. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, of, of course. course. And each mate helps, my mate, the mates, to man United bought us, the skinny, we're all helping each other. And it's us against them in their eyes. And if they can put a big gun residue there, leave a dog in on the floor over there, say that with 98%, for nothing, it's going to cost you enough piece to say Of
0: course I will. Because you don't, you, you, don't, you don't glorify or promote crime by any stretch, do you? No, i you, don't be don't.
1: Wrong era, because you're mm. falling for all the computer games, if you want to say that, the music mm. or the gangster thing. But there ain't no more gangsters. There is no more. Right, There is no more gangsters. I'm not going to do the old cliche sandwich. But there ain't no more. What are you, chasing crime? They're building the prison to put you in. There's no way you're getting away with that now. Not them kind of crimes. A criminal now has got a computer and a little curtains haircut cut somewhere up in the city earning £2 million a day. That's a criminal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not sitting there shotting or... And what about the level of violence now compared to back in the day? I mean, violence is violence, but the escalation now compared to, say, yeah, 30 years ago. Well,
1: it, it, we have caught up with the European and, and uh, different continents of the world have different values on human life. And in England, we hold it really high. Yeah. You'll get a smack in the mouth for doing something wrong. And in other countries, Bosnia, Moscow, Albania, they don't hold it very high. And they'll come and shoot you. So now everyone's living in everyone else's country. The level of violence has had to come up. The level of amount of different languages a load of people can speak. That's all come up. And the amount, you understand what I mean? The amount of people have got international drive. And um, the level of violence now has come in with the influx of different nationalities of people. And there's nothing you can do about it. No. It ain't going It's not a mendable problem. It's a spiral problem. It's actually secretly incited by people that you wouldn't believe because the fact that there is a knife problem earns lots of people millions of pounds. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the biggest why- employer of this whole country is the legal system. The biggest employer from, from barristers, coppers, traffic wardens, prison wardens, dinner ladies in the you know, hostels afterwards social workers. Huh? So they need crime and everyone doing it wrong. They won't ever promote that. But if everyone stopped parking on the double yellow line like they're telling you you want to, they've got to sack 400,000 traffic wounds tomorrow.
0: And they talk about the war on drugs. Do they really want drugs to stop being peddled? No, I, I shouldn't think so. But the rest <laughs> of the world will run by the telly. You'll
1: have a few people that know if you wanted to stop that, you'd do that. Mm. Everyone else don't know that. So they think that. The, the way that they're trying to stop drugs is right.
0: We know it ain't. We know it ain't. It would be a pretty simple solution. To, <laughs> if you wanted it stopped, it would be stopped, wouldn't it? Like, cubes, pure, pure and they're simple.
1: Not gonna, they're not going to advertise or even hint along that line. They tell you, please.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, and anyone that sort of sits back and they're, they're a bit more of a free thinker and they don't believe the the the, the box in the corner of the TV Sort of worked that one out, but so many people are indoctrinated yeah, and just yeah, believe yeah. all that You're now put on as um, a conspiracy. conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah. And talk, going on the subject of drugs, because you speak very freely about drugs, and there's been many times I've watched you on a telly uh, talking about drugs, spe- specifically the fact that you, you wouldn't take a drug that you have to share. And I fucking roll around laughing, thinking that is such a funny way of, such a funny perspective on certain drugs. And the way you break different drugs down a brilliant. And even, your, even your, your use of drugs and your drug of choice, which was amphetamine, is that right?
1: Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't um, try any of it, others, I did. You just didn't want to I share didn't. them? But it's horses for courses. But if, if, if puff makes you feel all tired in the air, man, like, right, there, there is a time in your life you would like that. Round about half 10, 11 o'clock, 12, bedtime if you're a worker, then puff's good, bed. But people who want to puff all day, and just film that all day. You're using it wrong, aren't you? i get it, that it works for then. You don't want it all day. Hey, i okay, it an E hey, while you're out raving. It's like, wow. But not every day in a way.
0: You know do, what you, I mean? Do, or, to, do, do you still have a go on the E's now? We you just say your nightclub? Really? Well, yeah, I'm now
1: 64 and I've had a couple of heart attacks and a bit of cancer and fucking riddled with
0: arthritis. I didn't know, but I, I knew there was a heart attack because I remember you, you'd done a video and you was in the hospital bed and you've popped up and you've spoke about it as if you stubbed your toe. And I thought, there you go, that's Dave again. Fucking good sense of humour. You, you do, you do get to hurt a little bit when you're older. And I'm, I'm having a little, that, a little bit of bag with that. What, with the? Yeah, I'll try. So that's I'm giving you... a ch- bit of bag with that, to be honest. Are you on, like, strong painkillers for it? I'll get injected every, every week. Uh, how long's that been... And it been a good few years, but it just... gets worse and worse. Yeah, I suppose now ain't the best time to be cracking on with the bumblebees and I, raving and, to a fraudulent and, I, and, I've and I've broke myself up a lot. You know, I've
1: been in hospital for seven months with a car accident and I've been out of fact, numerous operations. And I've hurt myself,
0: I've broken up bones. And, have you ever t- taken a, a royal hiding from a yeah. firm or one? Yeah, of course I have. But do you know what I mean. But people, listen. Stereoty-
1: you have to take. Yeah. A good idea. No, no one by choice would ever say that. But you ask any boxer, what did you learn from the nineteen fights that they gave you, so you can win these first nineteen ourselves, mm-hmm. right, or the one fight you lost? What did you learn from? Right, in the corner, where you're getting done, right, while you're winning and going, right, you're learning nothing. You're just right, right, while you're losing and Trying to do that. That's where you'll go, uh, I'll never get in this position again. Wow. You're,
0: you learn more by getting hurt. Yeah. Well, I, I've, never, I've so never... You have to get a little bit hurt to learn. I'm, yeah? I've never heard a geezer in the boozer talking about the hiding you received. It's always about, oh, I've done this, then I chinned him. Well, and... I, I, I
1: don't have to do ideas no more. I, I'll, I'll deliver or take, because I'll point. I'm lucky now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was a time, yeah, I've had a couple of good ideas. something knocks it
0: out. What's yeah, twice. Right? Yeah, same. I have got no shame saying it at, at all, absolutely none. But you know what? People are like, "Oh, he thinks he's a tough guy," and it's like, no, nah. I ain't actually saying I'm. A, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a tough guy. No, really I know. I, I, I know you're not, and I've heard you say that. Which is which the is... worst boxing that there ever was. Oh, did is you it... do a bit of boxing as well?
1: I don't know. You'll be boxing. Yeah, that's my claim to fame. I'll go in a ring with Annie McLean. Ah, that's exactly what I should have said. That's exactly. Should we <laughs> cut that? What's your claim to fame, Dave? That's exactly <laughs> well, how I described it. Ah. Right, it lasted 17 seconds. I it was only sparring. He was using the same gym as I was, was using Sunday morning, the uh, blind
0: beggar.
1: Uh to Beckett, sorry,
0: in the old That's road. the boozer that Cornell yeah, got. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And Lady McLean come in and superhero rode up. wow, wow. wow. Sparring upon did then turn up. You were doing any fascist bar? No, I did, it, I thought he can't hurt me saying so sparring. I could like, get to the ring Adam and, and stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when I'll have a go, he went, oh, you better put someone on your shoulder. you went big enough for me, quick. So, guessing, I went ding, ding, ding. ding. And she, this is what he did, just the truth. Ding, ding. I wasn't really frightened because it was sparring. And he went, "Blah." No. She couldn't. It worked. Whatever that is supposed to do. Then you were frightened. Yeah, and however <laughs> long it took for him to walk towards me like that, he just went, wah. And I went like that, he went bang, and that bang went bang, and that end went bang. And the next one I know, it was men in suits.
0: <laughs> 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 so I
1: lasted 17 seconds with Lenny McLean, and 10 of them was a count. One, two. So
0: my boxing. Nice of him shit. to go light, wasn't <laughs> it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <beautiful>. cheers, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. Course, good job you did know him. Fucking hell! Imagine not knowing him. And what about? Uh, and that was his spa for the morning. He then come out of the shower, got dressed in my own. Well, do you know what? You know when you said you, initially when you said oh, I had a fight of him in the blind beggar, you would sooner have a fight of him in the ring than you would the blind beggar, wouldn't you? Yeah. Him, him in, an, in an environment like that, like he's on the door in a, in a little weird, like enclosed you, space. You would think you uh, would trapped now.
1: in a ring with two sponges tied to your hand? Only mm. angry can still put it. Mm. He can still get spiteful with that, you know. Yeah. I give my head on the floor and stamping on him.
0: He, he's, he's one of the least people in the world you'd want to have a straightener with, on the like On the cobbles.
1: He, he genuinely, he was a man that I know, that I know and I've watched him. He genuinely enjoyed the smack. You'd he, he, go bang and he'd go, oh, lovely boy. Thanks, mate. Lovely. <laughs> oh, you've done now.
0: Now I've just turned <laughs> in the turbo. He saw him go, oh, hmm. fuck, what the fuck have I done? Did him Roy Shaw never, like, settle their differences and have a bit no, of mutual no, respect? No.
1: Uh, no, no, no. i just say there wasn't there. dislike. There wasn't disrespect. Because it started with... Roy Shaw was called the governor. Roy Shaw was called the governor. Right. Uh, and he won the first fight between him and Lenny and started calling himself the governor this, the governor and the governor this. So when... Lenny won the next fight. He didn't nick that word back because he didn't like Roy calling I'm the governor, I'm with her. So then Lenny nicked that word back from Roy. He's now the governor. And then while he was the governor there, he started getting famous for it. They started doing it a bit more commercial with the um, bare knuckle, selling tickets for the Roy Shaw and the McCain fight instead of hiding it in the back of a, a traveler's site, you know what I mean, or in a car park. Now they're doing it. They put it up in
0: lights. Yeah, yeah. Who's the yeah. other guy that used to shout, Oh, I'm no governor. Big chain on him. Oh, you're talking. N- another you know. guy. Oh, you must you know you can picture him, can't you? Yeah. Oh, big gold chain. Oh no, you used, used to go up uh, Caesar's Palace yes, all the time. Did you used to go to Caesar's a lot?
1: Yeah, yeah, all the time. That was that was half our me and young Joe's promotion. Me Machine. That was yours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about that. And Ricky English. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a part of the little team of you no, know, they were the promoters and I was the commentator in the and it was, it was dreamy. It was my meeting place to, for, at the same table, you would have Frankie Fraser, Tony Lambriano, Jimmy Lambriano, Roy, um, Roy Shaw, Freddie Foreman, Charlie Richardson, all at the same. It was, it was like fucking narnia. It was all red, deep velour, big old-fashioned stage culture, smoke, every, every man had a suit on his bitches with dull up to the nines. It was fucking narnia. You just walked in there and went... <laughs> This is Caesars Palace just in Streatham. Wow, yeah, yeah, Caesars yeah. Palace in Streatham. That was, that was some It was not was some a gap, place man. like it. It was intoxicating.
0: Mm. He just went in there and went, fuck, I'm a man. I'm yeah. A and when it went off in there, it went off yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, but it was a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, I remember that. You're saying it made me feel a bit romantic, yeah. I'm nice. Well, I'm glad I brought some nostalgia out of you yeah, because yeah. I know I know there's certain little things and I've been in certain places. because I've, I've done a few shifts working the door when I started my security firm on a Sunday, on the meet for the Me Machine Productions, there it was all bangers and mash at the end of yeah, the yeah. At, at the end of the shift, yeah. and yeah, the atmosphere was outrageous. The characters were unbelievable. Roy Shaw was in there one night in his purple pastel yeah. suit, and you could just it, good energy. It was a good energy, but it did go off a couple of. Well, it went off frequently, but when it went off in there, people sort of didn't really know who they could take liberties with because there was a lot of either fear or sort of. Respect for different firms because it was, they have the potential yeah, yeah, to yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. And even the old bill outside the front, they would wouldn't, line up and not want to get involved. Wouldn't come in. Nah. That's the one thing I was like, shit, we really are on our own. Although they're lined up with their batons and their and, and, and their, their shields, they're not actually interfering with all this violence and everyone's tooled up and fucking swords. And then you've got gangs of people trying to lure you up the street. And then I'll be like, don't go up there See, because What they don't the actual jump you.
1: place was, was, was this. It, name no mistake, this is the importance of it, the clandestine secret society thing. It was a place where once a month, every genuine, every naughty man huh? could actually... It's all before computers and mobile, you know So for a long, long time for many years, once a month, everyone had a genuine reason, if, if all them heads of... Different firms started meeting in an hotel lobby, they'd be able uh, cause a little r- ripple somewhere, right? Yeah. But they had a genuine reason for all of the bosses of everywhere to be in that one building on Saturday night to watch the boxing. Mm-hmm. And all the work got done, all the meets got met, the orders got gave, the money was delivered, the addresses were swapped, all under with a bow tie on watching the boxing. And there was a genuine reason for any set of policemen following that bloke for him to go and visit him. I went in. Hind mean, them to every hind, you know that was the importance of places like that.
0: And the crazy thing is, people get far more gobby on Facebook than they do in a gaff like that. Funny that, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Do you get some verbal on there? Nah. I get death threats on a weekly. Yes, but I mean, yeah. So yeah, people, saying, what's that in the comments? Yeah. Or do they direct messenger? No, no, I don't know. I don't, know,
1: I don't know what age
0: someone else does all that for me. Ah, so when someone says, "Oh, you got another death threat, Dave," you're like, "All right, whatever." He's
1: giving dickheads on that computer thing,
0: yeah. Credit where it, credit where it isn't due. I'm 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 in full admiration
1: of, of the speed in which the world's going forward and techno. I really—it's hard to keep up, isn't it? I'm not fucking trying to, mate.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, uh, I watch it. I in mean, all of it.
1: Yeah. See, I can see, it, I see where it's going. I can see the benefits. I can also see the disadvantages, and I've also lived without it. Yeah. Right. So. I'm a very immature, deciding personally to stay dinosaur around that. So that, yeah.
0: I think dinosaur's the best way. I mean, imagine, here we go. there's a question for you. You've been there, seen it, done it. You've had more face-to-face interactions and in probably 95% of the country. And when you grew up, it was knocked down ginger. It was bulldog. It was like having a stroke and if there was a problem. Now kids are growing up with that screen in their face and it's just, how, how's that brain going to develop over the years how are they gonna how, how are people going well, to do this in answer to that in 20 it years? can't. because that little box also spews out
1: more information and knowledge than than anything else in the world that sold it to you the truth is it's teaching you in the wrong way mm. it's like going burn the books so, you know that it, it stops you going out getting the experience of it because you can go and say what's it like a bunker how <laughs> or, 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 or mental is this? <laughs> How uh, mental is this? You can go to somewhere now and go. To me, I thought it was just fantastic for, to be twenty or thirty. You can go. I'm, I'm in uh, Forest Hill on thirty. Need a chair, can you walk the room? And they go, yeah, I want one. And you can put a bird like that or flick left. Oh, I'll do that one. I personally would like to meet someone like it yeah a shag must really meant different than uh, seeing as it's so easy to get one now it was fucking hard work then trying to get your hand up of a panty girdle you know what I mean but smelling her liking her personality knowing it about be alright chemistry spell, ain't a bad thing for it it's just I can't do it I must have really to get the ugly I am have to the get, wrong you, thing
0: you wouldn't get an ugly one Dave You wouldn't get an ugly one. I'll be hands up. There's a few. However, we won't won't name them, though. What we won't do is we won't put them up as a still in the middle of the podcast. What about your dungeon, your sex dungeon? Yeah.
1: Well, it was a lot more active once, but it was... It is really just a working dungeon
0: for films. This is on your your property? It's at the bottom of my garden, where most people have gnomes. You have something very different. I've got a three-story, Fifty Shades
1: of Grey dungeon for film purposes for, it's rented it's a you know, pine wood uh, you know for anyone who wants it for naughty films or for a scene in any kind of tv thing. it's used all the time so you've monetized it as a business yeah yeah. it's not actually there as my dungeon in right not okay. not for you not
0: for, for years as you've been uh, right but it did have that, Dave Courtney. Well, that's the thing. So when people say Dave Courtney's got a sex dungeon in his house, you automatically think, oh, I know. He's, he's down there, he's at it, rumping and dumping and doing whatever. Yeah, people but they're thinking in.
1: Dave Courtney is eating live children in my house and robbing banks every day and murdering and raping, you know. That's what they feel. I read, I, read yeah. I read them about me. I read about me. I have to mm. ring my mum and go, mum, I'm, I'm sorry. but wasn't now, me. Yeah. Now I have the pies. The sex dungeon that is decorated a sex dungeon, uh, with all the Chesterfield walls and all that, I now use it we're all dancing in as a nightclub.
0: So right. the dungeon is a, is the nightclub and it and it changes yeah, yeah. depending. Yeah. And you rent it out to well, OnlyFans, girls, yeah. brasses. Of course. It's not just the sex industry that want it.
1: Photograph. More people want it for photographs for um model. Model model agencies want to come down there with all their models and just get all the photographs. They want to do a lot of camming from there. They want to do the babe station thing from there. They want to do the Ann Summers fashion shows there. They want to do the, the pink pound nights, the fetish, the bondage, the rope fucking thing they do. You
0: know everything. So it's a So it, industry it's a bonafide business. Yeah, yeah, it's an industry. Yeah, which, which is brilliant. Again, people, people, you, you're never reading the headlines. Dave Courtney, businessman, well you clearly are, aren't you? A shrewd oh, one, of course. Yeah, you've yeah. just said that you've got you've got your property, you brought yeah. the next door's property, then next, door, like how many people? Would, I don't know. Many I people don't think no one'd say to you, "No, he ain't a businessman." The tabloids wouldn't print that, would they? <laughs> That's what I'm, i I know people that know you would, but I'm talking about I'm. Tr- I'm shaking the stigma of what the, the bollocks the tabloids print it, about you. Yeah. An editor said
1: to me, "I know, I know, Piers Morgan." Um, mm-hmm to be, listen we are not going to be robot anymore in uh the, the he said we're only going to write about you in the broad church, no more tabloids i said why is that he said because you've been called everything and we can't get it all on the same we've got thief drug dealing uh grass criminal You connection. name it.' he said normally it's only about one line he goes but you're
0: everything yeah, you're actually you're the ultimate clickbait, <laughs> isn't
1: you? You're the ultimate clickbait. You said
0: we can only write about you in the Observer now, where it's one big long lion. Yeah, have you have you have you ever been on an ad interview? Appears Morgan because he tries to fuck you, doesn't
1: he? Um, yeah, yeah, no, but I know him on a different basis. You know, I knew him as a as a as a bloke and an editor, and he would when he, st- when he comes it, down the dungeon. And he was buying stories, you know he, you know, someone got a picture of Ronnie Cray in their coffin.
0: Didn't someone snort coke off Ronnie? No. But that was pretty, listen, active, wasn't it? Listen to me. Clear that up, Dave. Clear it up. i promise you. I don't doubt you.
1: One, I don't do something. that has nothing to do with it. It's everyone lost, but we do that. But um, they said that I was trying to call him back to life with fucking Ouija boards. I snorted cocaine off his coffin and said, let's have a livener.
0: Oh, that was meant to be oh, you that done that? Because yeah, I, I heard yeah. the rumour, but didn't know who was meant to have done it. And, and I'm not saying, because I had to employ two people who
1: sleep there every night for 14 days, someone else could have snorted each on a night. I won't sleep with it, you understand what I mean, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, me personally, did I snort Charlie? Up? No. Have I tried to call on his came back with Ouija board? No. You know, was I frightened being in there? Of course, I was. If you had
0: mentioned Ouija board, I would have shit myself. That's right, because you, you had to secure the coffin overnight, didn't yes. you? Yes. Before uh, the funeral? Uh, yeah,
1: for the 14 days it was there, uh, Reggie got in touch with me and he went, You know, someone's rung the um, English and Sons and said, uh, Not everyone's a Craig to him, they are going to set light to the fucking funeral pile of when Ronnie's in it. Fuck you. Yeah. So he's then rung me and went, I need security there. Finding someone who wants to come and sleep in a in funeral parlour with a dead Ronnie Cray for two weeks, that weren't fucking easy. He's frightening even when he's dead. That's it. He's it's, it's, <laughs> it's scary, man. It's scary. <laughs> anyway, someone, they are, uh, I was supposed to get 14 grand for that, you know. Man.
0: but I never got anything. Nah. But, so everyone that turned up, they'd done it out of love and respect? Yeah, but I also took them on holiday to
1: Tenerife. So I took 150 of my mates on holiday. And there was a fucking holiday, 150 men that done the crazy funeral with me. Um, I took it on
0: holiday. So they booked your, ser- Reg booked your services and didn't pay? Yeah. It don't matter. I, got, I, 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 I was happy in what I thought was going to be more good, than good, repayment. Good marketing yeah, you That was right. meant to no be. No publishers, bad publishers, you know, so off I went. Hmm. And did you, did you get, in the mix of all Reggie's other because he's like you know Jules Holland Roger Daltrey he was in with all them no, the I knew, it, me, yeah, knew all of them yeah because yeah. Roger Daltrey don't live too far from here no. I f- work for Roger Daltrey he, he, he owned
1: um, he part owned a trout farm Yeah, he's his, a trout fish
0: yeah tell me about that I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Roger Daltrey
1: yeah me too and him and Bernard Cribbins owned a place called um, the Queen Mother's Reservoir in winter and then in the daytime there was a it was a fishing, surfboarding, trout fishing, boat clubhouse. And in the night time, it was the most sexy nightclub in the world. Right out on its own, just in the middle of a big reservoir, up a big hill at the top was this beautiful club. And and, and his, his, his big customers were, when all the planes come in, he would have something like 30... Swedish heroes, so she's 30, Thailand heroes, so she's 40, capped, she was 80. You know, so it was a right high class, high end club, a lot, a lot of money. But right at the bottom of the road was a big gypsy site. And they were good looking breed gypsies, you know what I mean? They were good looking, you know. Dark hair, light eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was causing enough ag down there. And one breed that you don't actually want to start having a long term fallout with. No, no, no. Are the Traveller Boys, yeah? So. It was an action packed,
0: fantastic time of my life. Yeah, I bet it was. I'm, I'm, I love the fact you love all adultery. So, what's your favourite who's, who's your favourite band? I bet um, no one's asked you that on a podcast, have they? Your favourite um, band? I'm, I'm, I'm a different, a different man. I actually like. Because
1: um, you can sing as well, can't you, Geezer? No, I, 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 I used to think I could until I've. Try yeah, and sing it again yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. You know? I'd be too frightened to do karaoke. I have twice, I suppose, same song. I found my thrill on Blue hill. <laughs> I love all that. But I've got a club of the guys. I love raving. I love a little bit of Jiggy about If I'm on my own, I'll be singing away with Elvis. Neil, Neil Diamond. I'm doing all of it. Like, you know, all of it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Rancid. They've got an album out with Dave Courtney on it, Punk Band. I'm, I'm, I'm in different... You know, I wouldn't want to listen to punk music while I'm shagging, but I wouldn't want to try and dance to. It's
0: not the same as Lionel Richie, right, is it? Right,
1: different, different courses <laughs> with different horses. I mean, everything, man. Yeah, nice. On me,
0: own in the car, I like something I can sing to. Yeah, I do. On a dance floor, I like something I can fucking have a proper. Rock yeah, to when me. I'm in the shower or when I'm driving, that's when I think I can sing. Anywhere else, I, I'm acutely aware I can't. Yeah. So what? What next for you, brother?
1: Um. Well, I'm, I suppose I'm going to handle my next bit the same way as I handled the, the first bit. Where I'm, I'm, I'm ambling through, I'm ambling through. Yeah, I, I'm quite happy. I'm quite. Up. I'm not so much driven for anything in particular. I'm just driven as in enjoying this day. I'm enjoying this day, whatever it takes.
0: Well, I feel like yeah. you, you've done your burden. You deserve to start enjoying yeah, all, all, all. All my days. driving, I've been driven days.
1: I have got that, I've been there, seen it done. I'm quite happy doing this. I'm just quite happy now. You know, being Dave calling you in a moment, he's very, very easy. Get in here, mm. Yeah? But being Dave at a moment, I'm not expected to do anything, nor you any bearing, fire anyone, have any expectations. I'm just here and go. Be the mentor. Yeah, yeah. And is there any... And, and, it's, and it's very humbling when the amount of people that want to have a little one-on-one and ask you something deep yeah yeah That you know he could hardly tell his best mate or his mum or brother because he don't know you but knows you know and and because he's read the books that's really weird thing once you've read books and been on Teddy, you forget that people are going to approach you yeah like they are your best mate and you're going who the fuck is he? i must have forgot him but well, you ain't forgotten, you've never met him before, but he does know the name of your kids, the name of your dog, where went holiday, or mm. you went on holiday, how much you'd ask for. You know, like go, I, I think, who is it? You, you never get used to that. I they know you. Know
0: they think they know you. I don't know you. Have you got any more, any more books coming out? Yeah, I've got a few. I uh, So you've got books in the pipeline? I've got two books. And Amazon? Nearly finished. Nice. And, that, and they're coming out at the set. And the reason they nearly finished
1: is I'm waiting for the, for the documentary to catch up. I'm going to bring them out at the same time as the, as the doc. There. And I'm looking forward to that documentary. Yeah. yeah I'm re- making a computer game. Oh yeah. And I was the inspiration. Being like a Grand done. Theft Auto. Well,
0: that was based on myself. I got paid for that. The bald-headed geezer and uh, that was based on myself. How about that? Grand Theft Auto. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's just that's the first thing that comes to me when you say I'm having a computer game made on me. Anything else?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Say there's that. Load. There's loads. There's, I mean, there's, that's
0: there's enough. It, no, I can't think of anything. of like fireworks to tell you, but my, yeah, I've got
1: a couple of books coming out, but I've done I've, I've got a documentary being done. I'm doing no, most I'm done, do, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of um voiceovers at the moment for American TV gangstery programmes, documentaries. A lot of my stuff is being sold abroad because over here we got the can't kind of glamorize crime. In America, if I could bottle a fart, they would buy it. You know, they can't get enough of it. I'll I'll be tempted. <laughs> I'll give you one.
0: <laughs> Couldn't stall that I'll for give g- g- day. I'll give you <laughs> yeah. And one last thing. On. To anybody watching this that's considering a life of crime in this day and age, what would you say?
1: Crack. That's a best one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one. thats isn't. I'm going to say you don't. be. I am going to say that. If you're at it, you are not competing against a, any human form, of not a Sherlock Holmes policeman. You are trying, you're pitting your wits daily, 24 hours a day, hoping to win every game, every day, all day for the rest of your life. Because the day you get it wrong, you go to prison. And I haven't got an alternative to tell you what to do with my money, but being a gangster and all that is, not the, is fucking not today. You have missed a boat. Alright? You have been led down a path by music, fucking telly or whatever, or the romance. There is no romance around fucking gangster. That's only on telling in books. Alright. So I ain't got an alternative for you to how to live, but that one's a no-goer today. You can't be another Dave Courtney, Lenny McLean, um, Freddie Foreman. There ain't them, they don't exist no more. Like Jesse James, Dick Turpin, Captain Bluebeard. You don't do that no more. There's a new set of policemen, new set of rules to catch up. The reason it's all gone wrong for the criminal fraternity, believe me, is this. When England had just come out of a war, everyone thought army. Loose ships, have ships, sink ships. Walls have ears, the unity, the bonding, uh, the importance of the pecking order. Right? the Loads of little privates, a couple of sergeants, few captains, major cat the importance of it, right away through to the core. Right. And that came out when you when you left the army and say so went into crime, crime went that way. Army fired, fifteen man jobs, the great train robbery, you know, with organization and, and things like that. And um nowadays, every criminal wants to be in charge. No one's accepting the pecking order. Mm. There ain't one. The Albanian the Albanians not listening to the Ronnie Cray, he's not listening to the Russian. The Indians and the Pakistanis ain't listening on them themselves. The Polish and the, and the Bosnians are doing their own little fucking thing, so no ones it's never going to happen again where we all go, the governor, you know, respect. Right, and that was easy to run like that. How the fuck do you try and make someone that's got 25 bosses? And you can't. So the police have won, they've divided and conquered, and now there's loads of little minority groups, they can beat all them,
0: because all together as a firm, you were scary. So they've used a computer to do that. And after a good summary, that's a real good perspective on that and bang on. Well, I hope you carry on enjoying every single day. I hope you don't lose that beautiful sparkle in your eyes and we'll keep in touch. And I'm delighted you come on. Thank you.